Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Red Men Bite Size podcast here on Monday, July 10th. I'm Steve Hall bringing you some of the latest news updates from Iran Liverpool Football Club going to be starting with Levi Colwell, we've got to be about Jordan Henderson, a little bit about Luke Chambers and his potential low move maybe to join Jabby Alonso at Leverkusen, we'll touch upon that later, but yeah, let's start then with Levi Colwell, our good friends over at the Born and Red podcast, Sadhu has been on our shows a few times of course, and the team over there do a great job on their channel, they had Fabrizio Romano transfer guru, I think I said Romano then? Fabrizio Romano, transfer guru, that's what I was trying to say, on their show, asked about Levi Colwell and Liverpool's potential interest in him. He said, the interest is 100% confirmed and genuine. It is a very strong interest. People at Liverpool love Levi Colwell and they believe he is a fantastic player. This is all people at the club and their interest is very strong, but at the moment it's really complicated to speak on his situation. Obviously, he says Chelsea. Um, he went to spoke to Chelsea, and the answer he was getting back was that he was going nowhere. He is our player. He is a crucial player and part of our project. And then he went and said, "I really feel that Chelsea are prepared to fight to keep him." And that's kind of the situation we're at, really. Again, I had Neil Jones in for JNO Insight over on RedmenPlus.com, and Neil said very similar Liverpool stances. We like him. He's a very good player. But Chelsea, he is not for sale at the moment from Chelsea. He's going to have to, if he wants to move, he's going to have to try and force it himself. Chelsea have got no intention of letting him go. He's under contract for two more years. There's an option of triggering a third year if he plays a certain amount of games in his contract. So effectively, to guarantee two years, potentially three, if Chelsea are going to use him. It just feels like this one is a bit far-fetched. I think he's a player that Liverpool like, of course they like him. I just don't believe... That at this moment in time, it would be a very easy deal. Things can change, of course. He could, he could hand in a transfer request. He could really push for a move. Brighton had a thirty million pound bid rejected for him, which goes to show the kind of money that you may be looking at trying to spend anyway. I know that I, I said on a, on a on a YouTube show earlier, the fact that Brighton put that bid in for me suggests that maybe Colwell is open to a move. Very rarely would a team put a bid in for a player unless they've had an inkling that he would like to he would he would be interested in the transfer. It would be a bit foolish to put thirty million pounds on the table for a player and then he doesn't want to join you. I think usually not always is the case, of course, and things sometimes things things differ. But generally the way football works, and I was not exactly meant to and there's loads of rules to prevent it, is that you'll get the the nod and a wink via intermediaries and agents and representatives yeah, you would be up for it and then you go for the move and then you go for the money. I know you're meant to go, you know, you're meant to have your bid and seek permission and try and do deals with the player. 
I don't think it really happens that way, truth be told. So I think Colwell might fancy a move from Chelsea. I think he would like to go to Brighton as well, and why wouldn't he? He's, he's, uh, he had a really good loan spell there. I wouldn't be shocked if he was interested in the move to Liverpool. But at this moment in time, I don't see it. I also, and I said this again on a YouTube show, so I actually think straight away he's more likely to play for Chelsea than he is for Liverpool. He's more likely to walk straight into the Chelsea's team for the start of next season than Liverpool's. You know, Van Dijk and Canate are going to be Liverpool's first choice. I still think they'll stick with the, if they, even if they stick with the, you know, the box midfield where Trent is is inverted and moves into midfield from right back, I still think they'll stick with Robertson on the left-hand side of it, so I don't think there's room there. I think at Chelsea, given that the players they've lost, the fact that they might play another back three, so with, with three genuine centre-halves, I actually think he's more likely to get a game for Chelsea earlier in the season. And I think that's all he wants. He just wants to play footy. And rightly so, he's proven that he's a Premier League player now. He showed that with Jordan his loan spell at Brighton. He's had a good Euros with the England under-21s, helping them, of course, win that tournament. And it's his time for him to play foot football. And I do think there's a part of Chelsea where he's going to get that game time. And I think if he got that game time, that could appease him enough to, to stay. I think there's been rumblings, hasn't there, about complete where he's at completely and... and you know, what his feelings are towards Chelsea and what hasn't, hasn't happened and a lack of game time there so far. Probably feels he deserves a bit better. A new manager in much in Michel Pochettino, someone who's used to playing young players, is happy to play young players. You know, he, Pochettino himself said, you know, he's had, he's had a brief conversation with him. He's going to go on tour with Chelsea, isn't he, to the, to the US pre-season tour. I think he's, he gets himself in Chelsea's team and stays. And I think if Liverpool are looking for a left-sided centre-back or indeed a young centre-back regardless... As much as I like Colwell, I would love it to happen, and I hope I'm proved wrong on this. I think they should knock this one a little bit on the head and look elsewhere. I think Liverpool should. Be, if, they, if he was number one target, which he might, I don't know, he might might have been, he might not have been. We've heard rumours of Van der Ven and Anasio and a few others here and there, but I think all of those feel a little bit more likely to happen, given that Chelsea have got themselves out of a bit of a financial hole thanks to selling all the players to Saudi Arabia. And Kai Havertz, of course, going to Arsenal. Um, Mason Mount going to Manchester United. I think they've got themselves out of a little bit of a tricky predicament in terms of the squad and the finances and FFP and stuff. So I don't think Chelsea are in any desperate need to sell right now. So I hope I'm wrong. I think Levi Colwell starts the season at Chelsea. I think he ends the season as a Chelsea player. And I wouldn't even be surprised if he's part of England Euro 2024 team. Or squad, rather, for, the, for next year's um, summer competition. I think they're highly of him. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right then, let's move on to Jordan Henderson. According to reports from the Keep in France, uh, Stephen Gerrard is um, interested in taking Jordan Henderson over to Saudi Arabia to join Al Etifak. Loic Tanzi of the Keep says certain sources are even announcing that this deal is very advanced, which is an interesting one. Um, I, I might be wrong, and I might, I might be completely reading this the tea leaves completely wrong on this one. I just don't think Jordan Henderson. Um, is going to get himself a move to Saudi Arabia. I think that's that's that. Honestly, I just don't see it. I might be completely wrong. I might I might be misreading this. I think he's going to do at least one more season at Liverpool. He's under contract for two. I mentioned the Euros earlier. I think he's got his eyes on being part of the England squad in that. Um, and, of course, moving to Saudi Arabia probably then ends all hopes of that. Of course, it's, it's a different kettle of fish when... You know, if someone offers you a huge sum of money, a weekly wage, you know, I saw Wilfred Zaha being reportedly offered north of £500,000 a week to go and play over in, in Saudi Arabia. If someone puts that in front of Jordan and goes, right, the yeah, mates, half a million quid a week, do you want to come and join us? Do you want to come and captain our team under an absolute legend of English football, a legend of the football club that you're part of? Does that change his mind? I, I don't I don't know. I, obviously, we know Jordan a little bit here at Redmen. We've briefly know a bit about his character I don't, I don't know that much about him I've never asked him how much he loves money or anything so I couldn't tell you that one but I've got a feeling that he's going nowhere my sense is he sticks around I don't think Liverpool would want to leave him again I referenced earlier about redmenplus.com our Jano Insight show I spoke to Neil Jones about this very topic earlier today and what he said was three things are very important from the Liverpool's point of view Liverpool have had no offers no approaches and nobody from the Jordan Henderson camp have, has come to Liverpool to suggest that he wants a transfer away. So as far as Liverpool are concerned, there's, an, it's not, there's nothing and that Jordan Henderson will join the rest of his team, mates other than um, Harvey Ellis and Curtis Jones at the AXA training centre on Tuesday as pre-season day one fully gets... I know a few players were back early on Saturday. Of course, the guys who weren't involved in their international break for, for different reasons all the rest of the squad come back on Tuesday, including Jordan Henderson and Liverpool. It's, it's business as normal for Liverpool. They don't expect them to go to Saudi Arabia. But like I say, this story isn't going away. So it's whether you believe there's any smoke without fire. I wouldn't be shocked if Gerard and Aleti Al- Al- wanted Jordan Henderson and were put on the fielders out to see what the situation is. I wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think a lot of clubs in Saudi Arabia are just, again, asking about a lot of players. My guess is he doesn't go there. I'd be shocked if he did, if truth be told, but 
again, things, it's football, nothing should truly shock you. I actually think if anyone was going to leave Liverpool this summer, although Thiago's a better player than Henderson, I think I still think Thiago would be the one who's most likely to leave. Probably going to get a bigger fee for him, there's probably more interest in him. Liverpool, you know, probably getting a little bit annoyed at the injuries, if, if I'm honest. Like, you know, they don't, they've got rid of Cater, they've got rid of Chamberlain. Thiago very much falls into that camp of he's not available nearly as much as you'd like him to be. So, I, if anyone was going to go to Saudi Arabia, I actually think it would more likely be Thiago. I just don't think Henderson's going to go. But again, I've been proven wrong plenty of times and I'll probably be proven wrong plenty of times in the future as well. But the stories are that he's definitely wanted. Again, time, we'll, time will tell on this. We won't know. My, my gut feeling is no. But listen, like I say before, I've been wrong before. Last story that I want to bring up very, very quickly then is that Liverpool are in talks with Bayer Leverkusen over a potential loan deal for Luke Chambers. Kiefer O'Neill reported this in The Athletic. Florian Plettenberg, Atleti Gold, then went to the German side and went to Leverkusen. And he's kind of confirmed that the negotiations are in place. Um, so, yeah, Luke Chambers spent last season a little bit out on loan at Kilmarnock in Scotland. Now could have a chance to go and manage, be managed by Xabi Alonso over at Bayer Leverkusen in, in the Bundesliga, play European football as well. I bring his name already with Luke Chambers because... From what I'm told by a few different people, again, I'm, I'm going to reference Neil Jones again, but a few other people who, who watch more academy football than I do, is that age 19, he's one who they think has got a future, a potential future at Liverpool. He's got he's got it in his locker to develop, to become a Liverpool player down the line. He's been in and around the first team a little bit. He's been a bit a little bit on pre-season. Um, you know, Costa Simicast spoke about him, I think it was... Um, Last year, just after pre-season, Costa Simicast said he impressed. He said, this kid, he impresses me a lot. He's a very good player and he's always very focused in training. And I'm sure the future is very bright for him. That's what Costa said about him. A lot of people agree. A lot of people who watch him more under-21s than I do. You know, he can play left-back. He can do a little bit of left-centre-back stuff as well. He's been... Um, in, again, he played a couple of pre-season stuff for Liverpool, didn't he? he? played in the Tour of Asia pre-season last time. He played against United. He also played against Palace. Liverpool gave him his first professional contract last July. Um, he's been he's been on a couple of um, couple of subs benches for the first team. Never really been able to get himself on the pitch, of course, in terms of a debut. He went out to Kilmarnock last season and helped them stay up. By all accounts, did well. I think. If he's going to play at Leverkusen and, and there's some assurances, then of course Liverpool should let him go because there's a world where next summer I think Costa Simicast could um, could leave. I don't think he's going to go this summer. He's got two years left on his deal. I think next summer there could be a time where Liverpool go, thanks mate, you've done, you've done a really good job. You've helped us back up Robertson. You've you've scored a penalty that won us a cup. All the best, go and get yourself moved on. And then Luke Chambers can, can start backfilling the role there. Who knows what we're at, like with Andy Robertson at that point as well. So could be a really good move for Chambers. Hopefully it happens. And it's another reason to watch Leverkusen along with the Zabi Alonso impact and the Zabi Alonso effect rather. But yeah, well, for a, Liverpool, a, a young Liverpool player to um, to get himself such a good loan, I think that would be a, a really, really positive move if indeed that one could happen. Right then, thanks very much, guys, for tuning in to this week's Red Men Bite Size podcast. I want to let you guys again know, as we do at the end of every show, if you want more Liverpool content, including our amazing Free Part Bobby Firmino documentary and 
all the full exclusive interviews, the likes of Jordan Henderson, Adam Alana, Lucas Laver, Peter Moore, Ian A, and plenty of others, Ian Rush, Jamie Carragher. It's all available on redmenplus.com. If you sign up as a yearly captain subscriber, use the code Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, you'll get 50% off. So half price for the entire year. That contract, sorry, that, that, um, that coupon code expires on the 16th of July, midnight on the 16th. So you haven't got long if you want to do it. So if you're thinking about it, you've got to get a move on really. But yeah, all the amazing content, the Bobby Doc, we'll, that'll get you covered through all the reaction through the rest of this transfer window, all of the upcoming season when Liverpool are going to win the quadruple and the start of the next summer transfer window as well. If you want to come and join us on Plus, then give it a consideration. And like I say, that code is there for you. Or if you want, you can just try and sign up for a month, pay for a month, and if you don't like it, cancel it straight away, and that'll be you done. You'll have given it a go and it's not for you, but I'm sure you'll like it if you do get involved. Right then, there'll be another Bite Size podcast on Tuesday. On this very feed right now, if you haven't listened to it already, the Red Men Originals podcast will be out shortly. So if, if, if you're listening to this in the evening, it's probably there for you now. Go and check that out. Paul and the gang doing great work on the flagship show as well. And like I say, we'll be back with more Red Men Bite-Size goodness on Tuesday. See you later. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.